Welcome to another episode. Uh, I've got a treat for y'all. Um, this is our, we have a guest today who is actually our very first listener and follower. This Woo-hoo. is true. Welcome, Thank you. Gene. Hey. And the only person who's ever commented on the Facebook and actually gave us feedback. True. Well, there were there were true? a few, but I, I know you were the first. Yeah, you were the first one. Hmm. Well, yeah, there's been an early f- post. Yeah. Well, I was looking forward to it before you ever, like, when it was just an idea. Yeah. So... Yeah, we had it. talked about it for a while. We had a test run that never made air, never will make air. No, I never will make air. <laughs> archived episode. I think we, we have, ever... we, I think we have three archived episodes now yeah, right, that yeah. will never make air. And I think I think <laughs> if we ever if we ever grow to that model where we could do like a pay for premium subscription. Oh no. We could no. put some of that shit on yeah, there. That's, yeah. It would have to be highly edited. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was about to say, could you just cherry pick? Pull out some oh, yeah, dude, it's possibly. Got, uh, it's got, At it's, least my archived episode, I feel like there's some parts that could be cut out. Your archive, there's probably about 50 minutes of an hour and a half conversation could be cut out. It, we, we we did an hour and a half? I thought we cut off early. Uh, I thought no, we only no. did like a half hour. No, no, we, yeah, we did a half hour for your drunken episode. Yeah, I'm talking about I'm the talking first about. episode that we ever did at your house. Oh, that's your archived episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking Yeah, and then we have uh, Chrissy's old archived, archived I'm episode. I'm saying my drunken one, it could probably be usable. Oh, we're going to use it. Parts, yes. We're, we're going to use it, but you're, 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 you, you have to... We had, a, we had an experiment last weekend for Cinco de Mayo. Uh, one of our listeners requested 2012-era drunk singer... And so I, 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 you know, I'm an overachiever. I will admit, and uh, I really I I went for I went for the fences and um, got so drunk that I could only Stacy could only tolerate me for a half hour um, before I started slamming shit around and. Yeah. Did you piss on anything you're not supposed to piss on? No. No, I did endanger our recording equipment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You spilled. You you walked in here with three drinks. Uh, managed to spill all three of them uh, individually, though. So he'd spill one and finish it, and then start drinking, and spill another one and then finish that. There was uh, uh, Tito's and cranberry in my carpet. There nice. was uh, a milk stout spilled on the table that almost went into the laptop. I remember absolutely none of it. <laughs> it's uh... woke up the next morning, no recollection. Um... Well, then you achieved what you... And happy go lucky about it. It was like, hey, man, how long did we record? Yeah, 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they cut me off, but apparently I tapped. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, We're we're, going to go through that episode and edit it, and then uh, add it to just a regular alcohol conversation episode. And basically, that will be used as documentation of what happens when you drink too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Active addiction caught in uh, yeah caught on caught on caught, caught on, on, microphone. on microphone on audio yeah so you I'd always talked to you about coming on the show and told you hey you know come up with a decent topic we'll roundtable with the rest of the crew and then you know and you finally came up with one that you're comfortable with which bullshit is, I finally came up with one that you are comfortable with no well yeah yeah that's true because some of the other some of your earlier suggestions would not very yeah like if it a conversation between me and you I'd have been like fuck it let's do it but no no some of the other ones not for not for listeners ears if you feel some of the shit that I say that so think about it think about it like this you know when we're out and about and you'd be like yeah you can't say that on the podcast Uh yeah stuff like that oh okay yeah fair (laughs) enough 
gotta, you know, we gotta, we want to keep a wholesome vibe. We Somewhat, have, yeah. We want to have mean, a welcoming crowd. Somehow or another, we always All, end up on Hitler already. Already, our well, first episode, the first ten minutes of our first episode, like made somebody stop listening. Yeah, made somebody tap. But yeah. that was, that was. I mean, granted, yeah, that was our very first episode. You should, you know, like people would be like, all right, look, if you didn't like that episode, go like ten forward and see, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. We've become milder in our. Older I mean, age. last podcast on the left's first episode was not gold. No. That's no way. I'm sure, I don't know what Joe Rogan's first episode was, but probably not something you want to go back and listen to now. Right. And, and, and even Joe Rogan has openly admitted that. He said he listened to Sam and was like, dude, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. But I mean, you, you, it's just you like... You gotta try it out. You yeah, you gotta, gotta learn with growth. And... Learn with time, man. You can't worry if people get butt hurt and decide to fuck off. That's... that's... That's their prerogative. And well, I also to... feel like when we're trying to grow our listenership, I don't want to be too, too outlandish. Like, if we get down the road and we're on episode 1000 and we have solid listenership, you know, if something comes out of my mouth, eventually those people are going to be like, yeah, I kind of figured he would say that at some point in time, but, you know, I don't want to be like straight up first episode, you know, how many figures you like in your ass? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure you've asked that on the podcast. It wasn't the Maybe first not. episode, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely not the first. But well, my answer is four. <laughs> I don't want to have seen... That's close, him. man. Are you working towards the fist? That's, that's, hey, that's the goal. That's the end goal. Look out. But see what's fucked up Got right a now? real gaper over here. He is not... He, it's it's not a joke. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> it's not a joke. Whatever. I mean, it, Turn that it, prostate it a into a man. punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you came up with the topic of weight loss. Yeah. Which kind of caught me off guard, but then at the same time, I do kind of think about it. It was like you were also a long-term over-the-road trucker, and you Mm -hmm. actually came back lighter than when you left. Yeah, significantly. Yeah, which is... And we're all overweight individuals. Yeah, I'm a fat dude, you know. But but yeah, I have a history of dieting. overweight and and, and attempting to diet, yeah. Yeah, diet and exercise and all that other shit, which I'm kind of... My my current life situation puts me at a a weird, weird pace there, but I'm finding new ways to make it work. So let's hear what you... uh, You brought the topic. Where where do you want to go with it? Um, Well, if you look at America... Weight is a probably one of the biggest issues that we're facing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just just fucking healthcare alone in this country, mm-hmm. the impact that it's having on that. You know, <laughs> and, and you turn on the new, turn, turn on TV any day and you see this fad diet, that fad diet, do this uh, low carb, high carb. You know, and everyone everyone thinks so oh, the new the new juice cleanse or you know, magnetic fucking bracelets and what, well, well, you know, are the secret, just will it into existence, you know, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. There are ways that are very easy to lose weight. But, and you know what? You really don't even have to exercise to lose weight. It's good to exercise. That's just good for your health in general. I mean, you know, stem fast diets are good. Yeah, but yeah. see, here's the problem though. You it take a lot of weight on crystal meth. Yeah, the, the 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 commonly well that that's kind of a life hack. <laughs> <laughs> crystal meth. Um, but but the, lose I mean, weight and teeth. The reality is that the biggest the biggest thing that leads to so much of America having this obesity problem. And I'm like I'm not talking about being ten pounds overweight, twenty, fifty pounds even overweight. I'm talking about people like me. And like a, most of this country, it seems that that were significantly, you know, a hundred pounds or more 
over their ideal quote unquote body weight. But see, and I also kind of feel like the ideal quote unquote body weight with like you know, military tape measurements and the different things that the doctors and shit say. That's so out of fucking. It mind. is. It, it is. is so it is. And I'm not saying that that's that's where it should be. Yeah. But just using that as the base point. Even if you want to take that and say add 30 pounds to that. However you want to, wherever you want to start from, there's no debate that obesity is a huge fucking problem in this country. Oh, yeah. I mean, just walk into any fucking Walmart or right. any, any fucking grocery store. Walk into, I mean, a state fair. Howdy, y'all. Just go anywhere. And I mean, even in the construction industry where we work all day, every fucking day, yep. majority of people are extremely overweight, which doesn't make sense. You know, summertime comes but around. It's, but it's, hey, it's, it's, when you that's go, a gas tank for a sex machine. When you really, <laughs> when you really, <laughs> what that guy say? It's all power from. Uh, I bet that Sean, dude. Sean I bet. I bet that dude made a million dollars selling those t-shirts. It's not a. It's not a gut. It's a. It's a fuel tank for right. a sex. Machine. It's just cushion for the pushing. But yeah, if you if if you really start digging into why it's a problem, and you you can chart, you know, when high fructose corn syrup came onto the scene, and when sugar became uh, readily cheaply available. Hold on, are you blaming the United States being overweight because of capitalism? Oh <laughs> uh, no, Hell not yeah. directly, not yeah, directly. I I'm mean, blaming what you just said though. No, no, what I'm really blaming no, he it on. Said- when high fructose corn syrup. Yes, high fructose corn syrup became about because of capitalism. But I mean, that's it's like a cheaper a lesser, substitute for yeah. them to do, the, you know, for them to make. I mean, yeah. Inevitably, I think that American capitalism is very much to do with uh, American obesity. Oh yeah, without a doubt, because we they make, fucking market that shit like goddamn crack, and they keep fucking making it more unhealthy. Exactly. It every day, better, every day cheaper. you have, every day you have the industry pushing for more calorie dense food at a cheaper price, and you also have at the same time a complete other side of the industry, different industry pushing the other side that makes our lives to where we have to burn less and less calories every day. You don't even have to go buy fucking toilet paper anymore. You can have it delivered to your fucking house there's really very few reasons you ever have you have that you actually have to leave your house for i mean just about everything you can have done at your house now but but what it comes down to really is it at the end of the day it is sugar it is in whatever form whether it be you know fructose sucrose uh um carbs yeah i was just trying to that's what i was trying to think of the actual name of that sugar um anyway most sugar dextrose. Yeah, that's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a dextrose it of uh, sucrose and fructose. Right. So no matter now the body does slightly break the different sugars down differently. Mm-hmm. Your your liver does different things with them. Um, and like high fructose <laughs> corn syrup um, is basically junk in your body. I mean, it it, it has very little to do with it and. Your body has very little it can do with high fructose corn syrup other than just, you know, create glucose, basically. Mm-hmm. That's all it can fucking do. And that's so, why we have a lot of diabetes. And we have... It's insulin resistance. That is the core problem. And it's problem. not something that we were ever intaking before it was... Right. You know, it's very recently invented. We have, like, yeah. no... It's basically capabilities a to deal with it. It'd be, it'd be like you eating nothing but super sweet corn every day, all day for the rest of your life, but then like 10 times the amount every day that you're supposed to yeah, eat. Yeah, it's concentrated. Yeah, it's super concentrated. So 
Well, what, what it what it does is it, it creates like the the metabolic syndrome and like just straight up insulin resistance, which is diabetes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is. That type two diabetes specifically. But the problem is type two diabetes is completely reversible. If you have type two type two diabetes, you can get rid of it very easily. All you have to do is make your body not resistant to insulin anymore. But when they give diabetics medicine, what do they give them? Insulin. Insulin, exactly. So the problem is, okay, so, so here, here's where you really get down to it, okay? So people, we live in a society where we're, we, we constantly fucking eat. If we're not eating one of our five main meals of the day, we're eating one of the ten fucking snacks in between those meals. So you're constantly spiking your insulin. Every time you take in calories, you spike your insulin in some way. Even if you eat artificial sweetener, which has no calories, your insulin level spikes the same way it does. Well, not the exact same, but similarly to the way it does when you eat sugar. Um, which is very weird, but whatever. That's a different conversation. Um, so the only way to really to reverse insulin resistance, which is what happens when you constantly have your insulin level raised, you become resistant to that insulin. So it becomes like, it, it fucks your whole system up, basically, where you're never burning fat. The only way to burn fat is to not have that fucking insulin resistance. It, it, your body will not burn fat as long as, it's, as long as you have high insulin. It just won't. So, the, so the, the way to reverse that and the way to reverse the insulin resistance is through forcing the body to not spike it or, in other words, not taking in calories. If you don't take in calories, your insulin that level will naturally drop, and your your body will start burning off. So you're talking about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, yes. Then that is, that is that is the method that I've used, and there's several different protocols. And he was he was yeah, he, that's he what I do now. Onto it, and that's, that's what I'm which one do you which, which, which I mean I just do like a my own kind of thing that I came up with. This is black coffee and water, and that is what I drink um, until 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, and then I eat from two to ten. Yeah. Sometimes I'm outside of that. If I if if we have lunch as a group at work, I'll eat at noon. You know what I mean? Or but a then lot you of times. Your cut off. Uh, um. No, I usually don't. I, I play kind of fast and loose with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but you know. And the, I'll eat after ten all the time on the weekends. I fucking drink after ten and and whatever. Yeah. So that's that's basically because like during during the work week and everything, I I pretty much. Eliminated breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if I, yeah, exactly. If I wasn't, I would be. I I've drastically reduced my calories just by not eating until two p.m. Mm. You know, what I mean. Yeah, and like if the only time I really eat breakfast is like you know you go to the office and they have stuff there, or if you know we're going to an early meeting where they're gonna have breakfast and stuff like there, or even sometimes when I'm out of town, if I stay at a hotel that has. Um, like the continental breakfast, I may grab something there, mm -hmm. but not not to the extent like it used to be. And then I pretty much eat, I'll eat lunch wherever we go, and nine times out of ten, I'll just grab a salad. Now, granted, you know, ranch dressing and fucking whatever else on it, but, you know, simple salad. And then for dinner, depends on where I'm at. I mean, there's times where I really only eat once a day. Yeah, you do eat a lot on. of salads, I'll, I'll give you that. And I mean, I'm pretty much... I mean, even with dinner time, for going somewhere for a dinner dinner, I'm still grabbing a salad with my dinner to make sure I got the roughage and all that other shit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, on the weekends, like last night, fucking that burger, 
That burger was enough daily intake for the whole fucking weekend. <laughs> he ate a fucking. It was a two. Pa- How big were the? What it do you was, think those uh, patties were probably a half. Yeah, pound? the the burgers called Battle of the Bulge. At, it's two um, half pound patties. Betty Bombers. Chili, cheese, bacon, and a fried egg. And, and lettuce, tomato, onions, yeah, lettuce, and tomato, onion, pickle. I didn't eat all the fries, but I murdered you boy that burger. Fucking smash that burger. Yeah. But it was also this fucking. Was, this was a challenge, like no, no. no this I was just wearing a t-shirt. Your boy, I no, your boy was fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yesterday, because I worked from the house yesterday, and I did conference calls, and then I did uh, I did some homework, and I went to during that time period while I was here at home working, I ate a pack of ramen noodles. On the way to his house, I stopped and got some beer, and I had a supersonic breakfast burrito. And probably like four or five tater tots, that little small tater tots they give you. And this was ten thirty at night, and after that's all I ate that day. I was fucking star and drinking, yeah. so I was hungry as shit. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck, do I want to eat?" And then I saw that shit. I was like, "Ooh!" And he heard me in the background and started laughing because then I was like, "Yo, let me get that right there." And it was fucking, it was, it was big. Yeah, I fucking it was murdered that fucking shit. Humongous. And then I had fucking horrible gas for the rest of the night. Just stomach bubbling. I think I left your house, what, 12.30 and came home? Yeah, something like that. Stomach was bubbling the whole fucking time. I was like, I gotta get home. It was, <laughs> I'll, I'll probably never eat that again, but last night I was fucking starving. But, you know, on the weekends, we'll fuck around, be out drinking, chilling. You know, I'll, I'll eat whenever, but it's still only, we pretty much only eat like twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. On the week, I don't I don't consciously follow the my, my protocol yeah. on the weekends but I don't eat breakfast unless we go out to, unless we go out somewhere for breakfast yeah. I don't ever eat breakfast anymore. yeah the fucking uh, I mean my biggest thing for me is is I have a fucking hardcore sweet tooth I love yeah, yeah. me too I love gummies fucking chocolate you know what and that's why the fasting thing has worked so well for me because I've tried I've tried many times I've tried like Atkins mm-hmm. which, which on paper is a great diet you know as long as you drink plenty of water look after your kidneys stuff like that it can be a very, very good diet, but it's still a diet, so it's still restricting you. I mean, from it's essentially the keto diet, you know. What I mean, it is. And, or the low carb, you know. Yeah. What, however, you want to go about yeah. it, it's all pretty much the same. But it, but no, at the end of the day, it's it's <clears throat> it's restrictive. It's restricting the things you can eat. So you walk into a grocery store and you're surrounded by things you can't fucking eat. Mm-hmm. What I what I've enjoyed about the fasting thing is all you got to get over is is the hunger. All well, you got to do is get over. One of not the things that they've eat. said is like so there's and you know that you get to eat later. And whatever you, get to you eat want, whatever you want, whatever. You and, that's, more. and and that's that that's where the calorie restriction comes in because traditional calorie restriction diets, like if you look at like the the Biggest Loser that TV show where they drastically reduce their calories and make them work out constantly. Well, they lose a fuck little weight. Yeah, because you're burning more than you're hungry. In almost every single case, they, they gain their weight back, back afterwards. Yeah. Because, yeah, because they, they're because not in that controlled environment anymore. They shut their fucking metabolism down and then they go back, when they get off the TV show, they go back to eating a normal fucking diet, like somewhat like they were used to before and now your metabolism is bottom level and you're eating 10 times the fucking calories you need. Yeah. So, so yeah, you put it back on. Um, so there's there was I was listening to one podcast about this, and it was a physiologist on there. Or did I, is that the right word? Yes, some kind of doctor. But they were talking about like if you ever want to go truly on a on a, on, a, on a real real diet, stop looking up this shit online, stop listening to your friends, stop reading the shit in magazines, go to your fucking doctor, 
get your blood work and everything checked and yeah. that will assist you. And then they also said, if you're trying to do things at home, when you go to the grocery store, don't go to the middle. Stay on the outside because yeah. that's where your fresh meats, your fresh vegetables, your frozen goods, and all that. Yeah, Stay they, right they there. Don't go in the middle of the fucking store. Atkins book said basically the same thing. Stay yeah, out, everything in the middle is processed. Stay away from that. Um, so so they're all. That's one way that a lot of people have problems with diets is just the restriction of them. It's, nobody likes to be told I can't do this, mm-hmm. you know. But if you decide instead of dieting. Because fasting isn't dieting. It's just mm-hmm. scheduled eating, yeah. really. So, And I don't do a calorie restriction at all. Yeah. I, I don't keep track of my calories. No, I don't keep track of my calories, all. and I don't really think about, like, all right, is this going to be fattening when I eat that or whatever? Because I just don't, like I said, like you see, I, I, I eat a lot of fucking salads. I'll, I'll, you know, but it's because I like salad. Right. You know, but the, I mean, I, 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 I definitely know I'm not going to go get, you know, a fuck ton of food or a bunch of garbage and all that other shit you know I still go out to eat I'll still go you know go get a big ass steak or something but nine times out of ten the only thing I'm eating is that steak and that's just pure protein right so now you said that you you'll you'll start you'll you'll break your fast at one two at two in the afternoon okay so what time would you on on average would you say you go to bed um 10 30 11 30 I've been staying up later sometimes till midnight okay so let's let's say 11 Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, for the sake of argument, let's say you eat something right before you go to bed. So, starting when you go to bed, you're starting your fast. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't eat something or drink something early night. Yeah, yeah. Wine. It's a 16 yeah. hour fast with an eight exactly. hour uh, eating. That, and that's what most people when, when every, it's almost it's almost without exception when I start to tell people about fasting, they look at me like I'm crazy because basically they think I'm saying, I'm telling them I'm starving myself, you know? Yeah. And they're not thinking of it in, in like the simplest terms of like, if you have your last meal of the day, from that point on, you start fasting. Don't just don't eat or drink any calories until you go to bed. Okay. All the time you're asleep, you're not, you shouldn't be taking any calories unless you're on Ambien. And your body's steady burning too. So, right. So that whole time counts. That's why breakfast is that word. You're breaking the fast yeah. that you had all night. So then you, you you go on through your morning. Pretty easy to skip breakfast unless you're really used to eating breakfast. Um, lunch can be difficult for a lot of people. Um, yeah, because lunch, I mean, in, in today's world, lunch is a communal thing. With, yeah, it's with exactly. Every, with, with every, no matter what your type of employment is, everybody, hey man, you know, if you're in construction, everybody breaks down, goes sit lunch, shoots the shit, you're working in an office, you, you go out to lunch yeah. with people. and it can be awkward to be the one person sitting there watching everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do mine from lunch, because I don't have, I don't have a set lunch time. Sometimes we'll go to lunch at 11.30, sometimes we'll go to lunch at fucking 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Whenever we go to lunch, that's when my eight hour starts. Yeah. I was going to say, a lot of the time, I don't eat at 2 o'clock either. I'll wait till like 3.30, you know, or so. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times I'm starting later. Like I said, I play real fast and loose with it and just try and keep a general eyeball. And that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's how, because there's some days where you just don't eat lunch at all, where you're right. only eating one meal a day. You right. just got so much shit going on, you didn't have time. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of fall in that because I do a lot of, like, that's where I wanted to ask you how you made it work because you were a truck driver. So you drove all over and, you know, fast food bullshit and the occasional truck stop food is where yeah. was, is what you Plus were Plus a very sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. Like yeah. If you're so sitting I had, all so, the time at work. So I basically, once I became 
sort of aware of fasting as a tool and I hadn't really started using it yet. I was just kind of learning about it. Um, I realized that I had given that lifestyle sit on, sitting on my ass all day and then sleeping all night. I realized I needed to engineer in way, steps into my life that would restrict me without me having to make the conscious decision. Because if I'm driving along all day and I got a bag of gummy bears here and a pack of potato chips up here and a nice big old 44 ounce Coca-Cola here, all those are probably gonna fucking get eaten yeah. and drank. It's just gonna happen. But if if I just decide, okay, I'm gonna get up, I'm not gonna eat breakfast. I'm gonna start my drive. I'm gonna have a nice water, cold water right here. And that's all I'm gonna do. I don't have anything else I can eat or drink in my reach. Then all I gotta do is focus then on making money and mm-hmm. keep driving. So it's a little bit harder to pull that off, I think, if you're, you know, going to work every day because you know maybe and I mean that's what it's I just you by yourself in your own environment everything's very controlled exactly I was able to set up my day where once I start driving and I'm locked into this position like is it really worth pulling over the side of the road or fucking getting off and going to a truck stop so I can go back there and grab a pack of chips yeah. you and know? you know and if you're already thinking about losing weight you're like and I'm it's exactly. bullshit anyways there's nothing in there that's good there's fruit a little bit of fruit yeah. actually know, depending on what truck stuff. stop there are there are healthier options at love. They're, they're getting better about like that. um the, the there's a few loves that I stop at yeah. that are on my route that you can go in there and you can get you know, a fresh piece of meat, some fresh oh, yeah. cheese, if you go some fucking like yeah. unprocessed Pilot, bullshit. You Pilot, get, Pilot and Fly and Jay have a lot of yeah. uh, PJ Fresh where they have little pre-made salads and things like yeah. that. Yeah, you can get yeah. that. You can go in there and get uh, the little cups that normally have like the donut holes and shit in there, but it's full of fucking broccoli and, yeah. and, and, and you know, fresh yeah, broccoli. Yeah, I haven't been seeing that more. So, yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they, they are becoming more cognizant of it because... Truck drivers are they're like, they're wanting healthier options. Well, a lot of them have trouble passing their physical, yeah, because yeah. of high blood exactly. pressure the, or yeah, whatever. We have. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what it is. If you if you take insulin shots, you can't get a CDL to drive outside of your state. Really, you can't drive state to state. I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't either. So. So, like, what you were talking about with being There may be to, exceptions to that, because I see a lot of them out there who definitely seem like they need to be on shots if okay. they're not on shots. The, so. um, what you, you said, because I know I've seen your truck, you had the sleeper and everything, and you kept stuff in there. Did you, did you just eliminate having, uh, that style of food in there, period? No, because, I mean, I'll keep some shit food around, gummy bears, things like that, but for the most part, I, I, I... You know, I don't. Live but you can get like low sugar, you know? fucking, and, and low fat gummy bears. So they're not as good. They're not as good. They're not worth eating. But no, 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 if I'm gonna eat a gummy bear, I want it to be. I like, remember I had stopped. Long gummy uh, bear. I don't remember what truck stop. Albany's, baby. Yeah, but they had um, <laughs> product placement. Natural, <laughs> natural candy in there, like the licorice and the gummy bears and gummy worms. Like homemade like, shit. Huh? Like homemade? Yeah, there was like, but it was it was it was this company that did it, and I was like, all right, cool. I wanted something sweet, so I grabbed that, and I grabbed it, and I had it sitting in the uh, seat of the truck, and I went somewhere, and I was in there for like an hour or two, came back out, sitting in the sun, and like this, it was just one glob of melted shit. After that, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't know if I wanted to eat that. <laughs> that counts as one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, yeah, that's going in the trash. But I mean, they do have they do have healthier options. You still these truck stops are still filled with fucking monsters and fucking shitty hot dogs that are delicious. Yeah, and well, it, it comes down to personal accountability. Willpower, really? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to, 
And but it's at the same time, like we were just talking about before we started recording about when I said, well, how much of an asshole do you really want to be in yeah. terms of like the rules you want to inflict and what you expect from people? Yeah, okay. At the end of the day, it's all about personal accountability. But I also understand that you know there's new shit on Netflix every day, and it's it's hard to fucking really educate yourself on something unless it's something you're really well not even just about. that though because even though with the new shit on netflix there's a lot of new documentaries on netflix too that are that, that discuss these topics but a lot of it can be more confusing than it than it does good true because they have a compact amount of time to be able exactly to they have a an angle they all have an angle they all have an angle True, and then it, and then even if they're gonna be like completely open and have an opposing which side, here you can trust us as three fat guys talking about dieting. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Well, okay, so my story my story with that was that I found it by accident. Uh, I went on, I found out about the Hodge twins. I'm sure you both know who the Hodge twins are, and I and I was way late to the game on them, so I was going through watching every one of their videos back to back to back, and then I hit a chunk where they started. Where they started experimenting with intermittent fasting and sounded interesting, so I started learning, looking it up on YouTube. And there's a doctor named Dr. Jason Fung, who is like the doctor when it comes to intermittent fasting. He's wrote the books. He wrote two books on it: The Beginner's Guide to Intermittent Fasting and The Obesity Code. The Obesity Code was his second book, and it was the first one that I I got on Audible, the audio book, because I was driving. It's like that's a big chunk of my day is just listening to shit. Um, and, uh, so I got that book and I listened to it and he broke down in a lot of scientific terms, but also in, in understandable common man terms, exactly how it all plays out with, you know, the insulin levels and then that causing weight gain and how it's impossible to lose weight with high insulin and the, and the, med- the medical establishment has put <coughs> more insulin into people with diabetes, which is not solving the problem. It's just stopping their symptoms. From it's like worse. it's like when you take the steroids and then you don't you, your body won't produce testosterone. Right. It's like because it's being provided for you, so you, your body stops pro- producing the insulin because right. you're getting the insulin. So then they have to raise your dosage mm-hmm. of, of insulin. So then your body now has more insulin resistance because you're taking a higher dose, and it gets worse and worse until you die, and then they don't have to worry about it anymore. So it's not a fix. Well, I mean, I mean that's part of part of the issue a lot of people have with the medical industry altogether. They don't treat the cause; they treat the symptom. Exactly, because so it prolongs the med- the process and the pain yeah. process. Yeah. But but and that's what's so frustrating to me about it. And and I went through this like with with my mom who just a couple years ago was diagnosed with type two diabetic. And I, st- I started experimenting with this. I say experiment. I started using it. I started I started fasting. And I, I started with the uh, 16-8, and I moved on to the one I do now, one meal a day. But based on the results I was getting, I started telling her about it because that was right around the time she got diagnosed or right after that. And, uh, and I've, I've tried to introduce it to a few other people, too, who could benefit from it. And people are just very, like, skeptical. Has your mom tried it? No. No, I've tried. I've, I've tried. I've informed her as much as I can inform her without sitting her down and doing a fucking PowerPoint presentation. You know? Have you have you lost weight on your a on lot? Your He's lost a lot of weight. He's lost I was three seventy. Uh, I was three seventy. I can look. I can look at the in my phone at the geotag. I took a picture of the scale when I was standing on it. It's three seventy two or three seventy six, um, and that was in the late summer, early fall of last year, and now I'm wow. down to three ten. 
315, depending on how close I am to the weekend. And mm-hmm. what and what is what does she say about your weight loss? Who? That, like your mom, when you try and convince her, you're like, look, I've well, lost this much weight. She's left. happy for me, but she's she doesn't think she can do it. It's not that she doesn't. She's she's got so many different medical issues that are all feeding into and off of okay. one another. Yeah, it's and she's got doctors problem. who are just kicking the can down the street, not trying to solve the problem. And it's like, I'm two stages removed from it, so how much can I really affect it, you know? Mm-hmm. It, but it's, it's at some point, you just kind of have to And she's also very set do. in her way. Yeah. As in, as in, well, and then that's, that's also like where, it kind of, uh, <clears throat> where I kind of, where I kind of, I mean, I use this, this, this point in, in, at work and shit, too. It's just like, all right, well, we've, you've been trying it so long this way. Why don't you just try it my way for six months and see what happens? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, what's she, the worst that can happen? Well, if it she's doesn't work, the, 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 the medicine she, she, that, that her doctors have her on, like some. Well, of yeah, with some of that medicine, eat. you do have to eat. Yeah, so, well, but see, even like even with yeah. like with like intermittent fasting or whatever, you can still like I, I look at it as like if I'm eating some, if I'm because I'm in the truck, you see, I keep like fucking beef jerky and shit in the truck. Mm-hmm. I keep and I only buy I don't buy like fucking what's the what the, the fucking Sasquatch dude. I don't buy Jack that. Links. Kind of, yeah, I don't buy Jack Links. When I go in there, I'm going and I buy the natural beef jerky that you can see hanging up in truck stops. I mean, I'll do fucking like if you get some some natural uh, raw unsalted almonds, shit like that. That still assists your body without really breaking a full fast. So you yeah, can still... I will take um, I take like fish oil and um, I also take um, this thing called Host Defense. The company is Host Defense. Um, and they make a mushroom supplement, I guess. It's like seven different kinds of mushrooms. And the one that I take is specifically for um, cognitive function and for, oh, like, nice. brain stuff. Um, the mycologist, Paul Stamets, um, he's, like, pretty famous. As far as mycologists go, he's probably... He studies mushrooms. That's what a mycologist does. Um, he's been on Joe Rogan. Oh, nice. And so I started taking those, like, to try to check that out. So it's, uh, it's like a nootropic? Yeah, it's kind of. Um, Lion's Mane Mushroom, which is like the big one. Um, And he was, when he was on the show, he was talking about how they've done studies and like mice with Alzheimer's can basically like regrow cognitive function. Like restore cognitive function. Yeah. With Lion's Mane extract, which is one of the main ones in there. Damn. Um, But yeah, even, I mean, the stuff I've seen on on intermittent fasting stuff, there's like, like even. Like, small, as long as you're not, like, engorging and, like, eating, eating, your body is still, you're basically, if, as long as you put the right things in it at certain points in the day, especially if you're taking medicines that require you to eat, mm-hmm. you know, eat a piece of fruit. Eat something that's, you know, not not too overbearing as far as natural sugars. You know, get some protein in your system. Don't, don't fuck around and get some jiffy peanut butter. Go get some raw fucking... You know, even some roasted fucking unsalted peanuts. Yeah. You know, something it's it's still cooked. So it tastes well, good I mean, if you, if you're taking medication that you absolutely have to eat food with, just take that fucking medication when, when you're breaking your fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, as long as you got, as long as you're on a protocol where you're actually eating every day. I mean, but that's all shit you should really be talking about with your doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, and if and if there's a real reason your doctor doesn't want you to you know, abstain from eating for any period of time, then they'll let you know that, you know, and there's, there's definitely legitimate reasons not to fast. Pregnant women should not fast. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's legitimate reasons not to. So you said, um, 
you've gotten to the point where you, you eat once a day. With an asterisk next to it. I eat one meal a day. But so my you eat like a f- one full meal a day. But yes. you, may, you may do like, you know, healthy snacks throughout the day. I don't snack. No, well, see, that's the thing. It depends on how, how, how militant you want to be about the term fast. Now, if you want to maintain a true water fast, that's zero calories. Zero calories. No bone broth, no nothing but water or black coffee or tea. Anything that you know for a fact has zero calories and zero impact on your glycemic index. You don't want your insulin to react at all. Because that's one of the points of, of, of the fasting for weight loss is that it's, it's resetting your insulin resistance back to where it should be. Um, but it also depends on what, what you want to achieve from your fast. Because depending on how long you fast, de- depends on what, what or kind of the other way around really. What you want to get from the fast will determine what length of fast you need to do. If you're just doing it for weight loss... Then anywhere from 16 to 24 or 48 hours is really all you would want to do, um, because after 48 hours, after 48 to 72 hours, the weight loss part of the fasting kind of tapers yeah, off. Because if you if you if you stay too long on a long term fast, when you do put uh, when you do put nutrients in your body, your body will tend to store all that. Yeah, it goes, it goes or you also get sick. Mode. Yeah. You also get sick because after and I some of these time frames may not be accurate. You'll have to look these up because it's been a while since I've went through these books. But there's a certain let's say forty eight hours. After forty eight hours of a water fast, you've you've uh killed off your entire gut biome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now if you decide to break your fast by going and eating a large pizza, you don't have the bacteria in your gut anymore to break that down. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna have potentially severe problems. Right, so it all depends on what you want to get from it. I mean, if you're if you're doing an extended fast, then you're definitely going to want to ease back into it with softer, more you know, easily easy easily processed foods. But so after the forty eight hour to seventy two hour mark, though, if you're going to stay on that fast, then it starts to get into different benefits like autophagy, where your body starts to break down old cells and replace it with new cells. Supposedly. Depending on who you listen to, after 72 hours of a water fast, your entire immune system has been replaced. Every white blood cell in your body has been replaced within 72 hours of starting a water fast, which is great if you if you have a weak immune system. I guess you want to boost it or whatever. It may not be good if you have an autoimmune disorder. I don't. I, again, I'm not a doctor. This is just a shit that I learned. But uh. Yeah, I was going to say, because then it would knock out your gut biome, yeah. and like you're saying, you're extremely susceptible to yeah. whatever you put in yeah. right after that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, anything past a day or two of a fast, I mean, I would definitely, if it was me personally, I, I would probably talk to my doctor before I jumped mm-hmm. into anything like that. But for weight loss, you really don't need to go beyond a day. If you if you really want to push it and do what I started off when I first started the one I meal did a, a day, hour. that's what I started doing. Yeah, when I first went to one meal a day, I was calling it twenty-three hour fasting because I was I was looking at it as I'm going to eat that one meal in less than an hour. Mm-hmm. So it was a twenty-three hour fast. But since then, I've kind of backed off of that to where now I just don't eat until dinner, and so, then I eat dinner, and I'll and I, that dinner may last a couple hours because I may eat a little bit and then go back to it. But basically, you know, I try to wait until dinner to eat any any calories at all. 
And then, you know, I try not to eat right before I go to bed. But I don't, I'm not militant about it either. So are you doing, um, is there, are, are you doing like clean eating or calorie restriction when you're doing that? No. So it's basically fair game. Hey, these nachos are here. Let's do it. Well, lately it's been a little more on the gross side of that. You know, I've been drinking a lot more soda and shit like that, which I'd rather just not have in my life at all. Yeah. Like I drink water all fucking day. I drink yeah. nothing but water. I really try. I mean, if I go to a, I will not drink soda unless it's out of a fountain. I don't buy like bottles or cans of mm-hmm. soda. The only time I'll buy a bottled soda, which is, I really don't even consider it, is I, I ginger ale because I mix it with my, my crown and that's yeah. it. And I don't really drink. I think the last time I had a drink drink was, I mean, I had, we had a couple beers last night and then I hadn't drunk since last Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I won't... Alcohol. Remind me to come back to alcohol. I won't... Buy, it's basically like only when I eat at restaurants. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I don't buy, I don't go to the gas station to buy drinks like that. No, I'm, and when I do, I'm still just like, there's a. I always keep a case of water in the truck. I'm constantly mm-hmm. drinking water there. Um, if I go outside of water, other than at a restaurant, it's normally like a Gatorade or a juice or something. But if I if we go sit down somewhere, yeah, I'll get a sweet tea. But I'm yeah. not really getting soda. Yeah. I, I'm guilty of like drinking a bunch of soda at restaurants, yeah. but like I said, I don't drink it outside of that like at all, really. Yeah, alcohol is an interesting one too, isn't it? Not just for fasting, but really for any kind of diet because it's all sugar. It, your body can converts it straight to sugar, and then the, all the other byproducts in it are so toxic to your system that your body pulls the alcohol to burn first because mm-hmm. it wants to get it wants to get it out, get rid of it. So it's going to burn that first. If you're on a ketogenic diet and you're in ketosis and you think, oh, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just drink some golden grain or, you know, just some vodka or something like that, you know, that one, that's not, that's not that much calories. Well, your, your body's going to pull that alcohol and burn that before it burns any, any other fat, body fat, dietary fat, which you really don't burn dietary fat, but. But I mean, anytime I've stopped drinking for. You know, you lose. You definitely lose weight from just yeah, not drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like a massive change. You may lose 10, 15 pounds from just not drinking for a month or whatever. Yeah. And it's just there's no exercise, no extra diet with it. You're just you just do consuming less calories. Yeah. And also, you're you're not eating when you're drunk. You're not like drunk yeah, eating, which is true. when I do a lot of my over yeah. We fucking yeah every every fucking weekend hanging out with him, I get drunk or something, and next thing you know, hey, man, let's go to Taco Bell or let's order wings from fucking uh, what you call it. Yeah. You know, let's just, just, and we'll sit there and fucking murder food, drunk mm-hmm. as shit, which is far bad. So one to go back to one of the conversations we started off with, I had actually I did pull up a and this one actually it's a little shorter than me, so I have a body BMI calculator from Harvard. Mm-hmm. So what's your height, singer? I am like six two and a half. Six two, six three. And what's your weight? Uh I actually just went and got a physical the other day and I was two fifty two. Okay, so your body mass index is you're over thirty three. I think I'm clo- what is what is thirty three percent? That's what I'm, uh, I'm yeah. saying. What's the weight? So uh, I'm looking at six two at two fifty, uh-huh. and that is thirty two. So okay. that's why I'm saying yeah. around so, thirty three. Yeah, and um, this one doesn't cover me at all. Now, I am... when I was in the army, I know. So what does that say for but two? Was, what is two fifteen? Well, hold on. I have a calculator here. So you are. Bro. 
Six <laughs> foot. The, the 215 doesn't work. You just look for the weight. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's, all right, so at, at your height? Yes. So 6'2 at 210 is 27. Okay. So 20, so you would be and 27 so that's and a what half. the that's what the army standard was. Okay. Now, when I graduated boot camp, I was like 215. The skinniest I've ever been in my adult life and like just working out constantly. I was 215 and I was still like five pounds over like two percent over to where i was like considered fat by mm. army standards and i'm talking about i was like rail thin all right so i'm looking i just did the calculator and the calculator says at 6'2, 251 pounds your bmi is two or is 32.2 it said mm. for your height a normal weight range would be 144 to 194 and if I was either, if I would, if I was even one ninety four, you would look. Sickly. I would look sickly. Yeah. Yeah. According to that, you're obese. Yeah. That's what it's saying. Yeah. So which let's, is fucking ridiculous. Let's do mine. Uh, don't be a my calculator. I am. Uh, no thanks. I am six foot five inches, and I weigh three hundred and thirty five pounds. I am a 39.7, and technically my weight it should be between 156 and 210. Which, Ew. if I got down to 210... If you got down to 156... Bro, no, yeah, 156. yeah, there's no way. You'd die Your bones weigh more than that. If I, if I got down to 210, I'm joining the UFC. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> if I get down to 210, I'm going to start Dude, fighting. Dude, even the dudes in the UFC are not... That, no, those like, those that and, and they, like that's that's fucking... that's what fucks up a lot of people that they don't realize is that's not what those people walk around at all the time. Oh yeah, right. they that's do hardcore like weight cut. Yeah. Oh yeah, they dehydrate. So a two oh so, so and... light heavyweight is two oh five, and you have to make weight that day around between two oh five and that area. But most of those guys are two thirty five, two forty, walking around all day long. Yeah. But I mean, they just basically almost killed themselves through dehydration to make that fucking weight. But there's no fucking way. Because I remember when I first moved down here, I was probably four, three or four inches shorter and around 190. But that was drug-induced weight loss. So once I stopped doing drugs and everything, I ballooned back up because I've been a big guy my whole life. Mm -hmm. I think my heaviest has been like 350. Mine was probably close to 280, 290. I was, I was like 280, 290 in uh, high school, probably like sophomore, junior year. And then um, so I probably got close to 270 around, what, 2016, 2017? I was, I was getting pretty heavy. What, uh, so let's try yours, Gene. What's yours? Um, usually I say six feet, but let's put 5'11". Uh, you're not six foot tall. That's that's what I keep hearing. I don't know. <laughs> and you are what? Three fifteen? Yeah, let's say three fifteen. Three fifteen. I'm guessing it's gonna be somewhere around thirty eight, thirty nine. So where do you think it's gonna say your body mass? That's what I'm be? saying. Thirty eight, thirty nine. No, oh, it should be. Yeah. I'm gonna say like a max of one ninety. Oh, my weight. What, what my ideal weight is? Yeah. Oh, uh, for me. 170. Alright, let's see what it says. 
Yeah, you should be. You're at forty three point nine, is your uh, body mass index, and it says your ideal weight for your height is one thirty three to one seventy nine. Dude, I know fucking middle schoolers that weigh more okay. than one thirty three. Do his so he's at forty three point three. Forty three point nine. Forty three point nine. Do his old one. Right. See how uh, much he That was lost. depressing because I looked it up at that around that time. I want to say I was so, like forty nine. Well, well, no, but you should be proud though. You should. You oh yeah. Lost like. Si- oh yeah. Lost so what, what, what were you at? Three seventy six. I want to say. So yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's, that's you 52. were. You were fifty fifty two percent. I was body mostly fat. mostly so, fat. Yeah. Yeah. You were. Yeah. You were. Mostly <laughs> you were more than half. Fat. Yeah. <laughs> Your body was made of more than half. Fat. Yeah. But dude, that's, that's fucking pretty... great though. That's more than ten percent. And it's so easy. That's the thing that I wanted to impress on that. Or no, what was it? Forty three. So it's nine percent. So yeah. you're right at nine percent. And I have not exercised once in that you time. You know what? And I also wanted to add. I have felt. So much better. Yeah. I felt so. I have so much more energy. I'm not like lethargic all the time like I used to be. I used to get um, kidney stones three, four, five times a year. Yeah, I, I remember that. I don't get them anymore. Yeah, I remember that. That's wild. It's crazy how weird shit like that. But I also quit drinking. You know, a pint, I was gonna say, were you drinking a lot of, of soda? Oh, okay. You're drinking so sugar. Sugar is well, very man, you inducive were a, to uh, um, fucking hardcore craft beer guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking so you're drinking all Mon- kinds of sugar. Yeah, he was chugging golden monkeys. Yeah, I wasn't a hardcore craft beer guy. I just like golden monkey. <laughs> he didn't like getting drunk. All right, uh, let's right. let's take a smoke break. Okay, and then we'll come back and then uh, get I into mean, some of your. We'll we, see. Can, we can continue this conversation yeah. or get get into some of your uh, road stories. Road yeah, I don't, I don't know how much deeper we can really go into this. I mean, okay. you start you start getting more and more technical. Okay, and it's just people are just going to tune out. I mean, if they're already interested at this point, all I can say is look up Jason Fung F U N G on YouTube. He's got videos that are an hour plus long. You can learn everything you want to learn about fasting if you need to. Yeah. Lose a few pounds or a hundred pounds or more. There's a there's a way to make it work for you, and all you got to do is 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 but not eat. Yeah, like we've like we've said several times. If you're gonna go uh, check into doing something hardcore, consult your doctor, get your blood work and shit done because right. we are idiots. Yes, we are <laughs> fucking morons. Well, yeah. Also, educate yourself though. Don't. There's a lot of doctors out there who, who will mislead you. Who will mislead you, or they're just lazy. They got too many patients who don't care enough about their own health, so they're just trying to get people in and out the door. Educate yourself some on things too. But yes, definitely talk to your doctor. We'll be back in a second. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> retarded. All right. So uh, as we discussed earlier, you did a little over a year. Uh, yeah, October to January. So October of 17, all of 18, and then January of 19. Yeah, so you did a little over a year of long haul over the road trucking. Yes. How how was that uh how, how was that life experience? Um it was good. It was everything that I wanted. When I went into it, uh there were certain things I wanted to get out of it. I wanted to get the CDL. Mhm. that'd be a good thing to have in my back pocket. I wanted to get out and see the country a little bit, you know, just, I mean, literally just see the country, yeah. you know? Because I need, I know for, for you were a, a nine-year apprentice? 
Uh, all together from beginning to end, 12. 12 year apprentice, okay. Yeah. So yeah, for though, he's, he's, he's now a journeyman wireman, but you were apprenticed through the local and that's how we met. We worked together with, at the company we work at. Yes. But, and then I remember you were talking about it uh, when you were about to top out mm-hmm. and we didn't believe you. But then you just said, fuck it, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'll cut that out. So the company I was working for was offering to to get us CDLs to operate company equipment. And, uh... Time. Uh, yeah. And I was... Go ahead. And, and, uh, and I was interested in that, you know? Uh, but they, they wanted to send people to get a Class B license so that they could operate a vehicle with air brakes, not a clay class A license. Yeah, but I mean, I know from conversations that I've had, we've discussed it, and it's to the point where they will do a class A as well. They would just like if, if somebody wanted to go above and beyond. I'm surprised. Yeah, because well, we weren't we weren't getting any takers. We weren't get because like um, so we have uh, heavy equipment, which is you know bucket trucks, uh, line trucks, uh, flatbeds, all that other stuff. For the flatbed, all you have to have is your CDL physical, but to run the uh, to run some of the bucket trucks and the line truck, you have to have a Class B because we're you know we're not connecting trailers or anything. You just have to be able to run that equipment. And our company had been offering, hey, you know, we want people to come in and do this. We need more drivers because we had like two or three, and it was a pain in the ass trying to get them to come move the equipment all the time, and nobody mm-hmm. ever took it. So they pushed it and was like, hey, if you anybody wants it, if you want to get an A. You know, let us know. We'll, we'll right. do what we got to do because they just need they need more. I mean, I even with what? you there now, uh, well, because um, the service department PM, he's got his A, so he can do the ride-alongs and all that other stuff too to get other people. And then the the old guy that was in the back of the shop, he had his A, so they could they could have did they could have took care of it that way. Right. But it was just getting people to do it, and nobody ever really. Were they offering the extra dollar an hour? Yeah. They've still been. That's surprising. People it's, it's, it, I mean, it's still, still. Did you get it when you came on? Yeah, yeah. I did, and I didn't even discuss it with our uh, superintendent. No, um, our uh, manager, the person who is over manpower. The superintendent. Is that what is it? Is that yeah, that's his title. Really? Yeah, he's superintendent yeah. of manpower. He's superintendent of the office, oh. of like the whole the branch. Okay. Yeah, that's, right, his, that's whatever his, works. Yeah, that's his title, superintendent. Because okay. he's still he's still a referred employee. So he has to have a referred employee title. Right. So when I came home, I, you know, I had a couple options in front of me. And one of the options was to call up this, this superintendent and just out of curiosity, see what was going on if y'all... Yeah, and I know you called me about it too. Yeah. I'm just curious, you know, and right off the bat, he was like, yeah, if you go handle X, Y, Z, get these things taken care of, we could put you right to work. So I was, I thought about it a little bit and... Because I know you were still, you were mulling over whether to go back on the road for another year. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go back on the road for another year, but I was considering the idea of like getting a local port job or something like that. Well, yeah, because they, they have those runs that are back and forth. You yeah. pick up from here, go to Atlanta, yeah. grab something from Atlanta, that, come right back the same day. Basically that, yeah. yeah. Um, and those are still decent money every day. Yeah, no, it is. But, it, but it's not what I got into that for. True. You know, I didn't get into that to make shuttle runs every day from here to Macon, here to Atlanta, here yeah. to... You know, cool so what idea. what made you decide you were done with over the road? I was done with my one year contract. They pay for all the training and get you your CDLs. So 
in in you know exchange for that you have to sign a contract saying you'll work for them for one year and i i met that you know that and then you were at the deciding factor of where to go now yeah whether to stay my contract was up in october and you know that was right around the time that my personal life started changing yeah. you know and uh, well started seriously changing beyond you know so the i saw the truck and everything the was the was the truck theirs or yours that was not really theirs. They sort of have a, a third party company that's there on on site in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, so it's like 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 we have a fleet management system. They just give us and then we do yeah, like a lease. It'd be like remit. that, except the third party company. I don't know for sure, but I think they might have like created the third party company and like it's se- it's separate just for like legal reasons. Yeah, but it's still kind of the same company. You know? I understand that. So, but yeah, they, they they got a nice system set up. You paid, you know, $1,100 $1, every week for a lease payment. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. So after three years of that, you've paid for a truck that you turn back into them and they sell it. <laughs> they 11, a, hold, on, hold on, hold on. How much money do you make doing this if you can, if 1100 bucks a week out of your check is, if, is, is not really a big deal? If you're an owner operator and, you, and you're not making any kind of payment like that, you can make a lot of money. Okay. But you got to be putting that back too, because truck maintenance is yeah. expensive. Very high. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it was my my revenue. I could look it up. I don't have it handy. I mean, I don't. I don't. We don't. We don't need definite numbers or anything. I ain't trying to get into your business like that. I was just saying in general. That's a. I mean, you're that's forty four hundred bucks. Yeah. A month coming out. Yeah. Well, I think my revenue on the truck last month or last year, just for that whole year, was right at two hundred thousand. Okay. So then, once you take everything out of that, including the truck payment, tags, you know, tolls, fuel, yeah, all that crap, uh, I brought brought home around seventy five last year. Motherfucker, you could have stayed here on your tools and did that. But he yeah. wanted to see the. But I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true. I wasn't going to travel any. I wasn't going to. I mean, I've so been to every state now except yeah, for the, the orphan states out there in the water. So you've done way you've, north. You you said you've hit all forty eight or lower forty eight. The, the continue contiguous. So have yeah. you have you touched Alaska at all? No. Okay. No, I didn't get. I, I mean, in theory, I could have if I would have got my passport. They were offering to give me my passport, and I should have. But I was talked out of getting that because they sell it to you as get your passport, and we can get you loads going through Canada too. What it ends up being is get you, get your passport, and we can send you into Mexico. Ah. Uh. Not trying to go to Mexico. A failure. I like not yeah. being buried in a ditch. But see, at the same time, you're um, from the conversations we've had about how, how you get your loads and everything. You can you can like they give you a list of options, don't they? Well, they they would send me a load assignment, and then I would have to review the load and compare that with my hours of service and everything. And so, could you decline a load? Absolutely. So, if, I mean, if you got your passport, could you just uh, like? Just keep declining Mexico. You can, but here's that's the, problem. the biggest advantage of being an owner operator is that you choose what you want to do. You're basically your own boss. Okay. Yeah, but there's there's like caveats to that as well. After a while, they're yeah, obviously out. there's only so many loads. That's right. just like that our, the our company gets off. Our superintendent, like you know, I'll fucking call you for overtime, and the first time you fucking ignore me, I'm not calling you no more. Right. Yeah. So it's because yeah, exactly that's basically what it comes down to. You okay. end up on the naughty list if you have a habit of doing that. That makes sense. Yeah, I've been told that in their computer they even have it color coded to where what you know if you call in to talk to a dispatcher or, or your fleet manager, that when they bring your truck up on their screen, 
it's color coded like green, red, black, and depending on like how how often you reject loads, you would get a different color code. Okay. So I, you know, never saw that for myself. Don't know how. So if you like, if you pretty much stayed green, you would stay with preferred loads and shit. Yeah, and I I never, I've only a handful of times rejected loads, and it was usually just because it was going. You didn't like the guy that much. (laughs) (laughs) So with um with with uh, touching all. 48 of the continuous continental i know i've seen a bunch of pictures and shit that you've took because you've basically it seems like you've also <clears throat> somewhat scheduled out your loads to make sure you can hit as many landmarks as possible as well i was getting more into that i was getting more into that um i i and it's easy to do that especially on longer loads like if i pick up a load here it's got to go like to south dakota you know, or, or uh, Colorado was a good example. I got one from Florida going to Colorado. And that was a great load because I can I can look at the timing on that and say, okay, well, I'll just, if I'm going to, I'll just drive during the day and I'll get up in the morning, start driving. And, you know, 11 hours later, I'll be done driving for the day. And I can plan which route I want to take depending on what is in the area that I might want to hit. Okay. You know, but then you also got to, take into account what hours they're going to be open how do you how do you plan your route so that you're in the right area at the the right right time time. you know it's a lot of that but it's really nothing that difficult so where's uh where where would you classify as like uh, the most beautiful part of the country like scenic Mm. okay portland oregon going into portland oregon from the east i don't remember which which interstate that is. But uh, that was especially beautiful. I remember that standing out. Took a few pictures of that. With the trees um, and everything coming over. It was more than that. It was like, if you're, go, if you're as you're driving down the interstate, off to the right-hand side, there's like a river, but kind of like a lake. It's mm-hmm. like this giant body of water off to the right-hand side. And then on the other side of that, there's like some, what I consider mountains, giant cliffs that were like white and the sun was shining on like limestone it might have been limestone yeah but it had also like <laughs> pink in it and thing you know so it, that was especially beautiful west virginia is a beautiful state to be in and a horrible state to drive through it's nothing but mountains mm-hmm. i hate it one of my hardest lessons i ever learned on gps was in west virginia when it wanted me to get off the interstate and take a little state highway because there was a wreck up ahead. So I said, all right, well, it knows what it's doing. I'm going to follow it. And it took me off the interstate on this little two-lane state highway that wound all the way around and up and down this mountain on the tiniest little, like, hairpin, 90-degree turns where you can't see anything coming. This is like getting dusk. I'm I'm looking in the mirrors. My trailer is like barely missing this rock wall that's on one side of me at a point. You know, certain. Uh, stay on the stay on the interstates. <laughs> stay on the interstates, kids. Okay. Okay. So what was uh, other than other than your new New Orleans experience? What was, was the, Yeah. What was your uh, What was your Yeah. For those listening, I got a I got a bunch of pictures and shit. Gene, he was he was in New Orleans partying, drinking, having fun by myself. And then the very next morning, I had a picture of him in the backseat of his truck with a big ass black eye and busted face. God damn! <laughs> Drink it by yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. you you busted your own shit. Oh yeah, ground did it. 
Damn. <laughs> you dude, stepped the off the curb wrong? No, I, I, I bars closed and I there was a little wing pizza and wing joint on the side of the street. And I walked in and I, I guess I ordered a pizza and they had a little like bar counter, you know, and I remember sitting out at the bar counter waiting on my order to come up. And next thing I remember is like coming to and picking myself off the ground with, with like this older older lady trying to help me get up and they were asking if I needed an ambulance and I was like, No, no I'm good. <laughs> I just fell. I was cause I, I, I fell thought, and woke up. I was I was in New Orleans last month and I was sitting there, I was like, I should message Gene and figure out which one of these he was in. I could I could find it on a map, I'm sure. We were in uh we, right around we, the corner from the tequila house. We we bar hopped there quite a bit. We went to a few the the fucking best oysters I've ever had in my life were in New Orleans. They fucking and dude, they had huge oysters everywhere. Yeah. yeah every fucking where. And it was fun. So what's what was your what what other great because I Did know, they taste like Exxon oil? No. No. <laughs> the uh <laughs> I know I've got pictures where you've gone to uh, the United States largest truck stop. I ate. Yeah, I've I been to that. Yeah. yeah, and then the uh, the bunch of the other ones. I mean, you've showed me some really cool ass truck stops. Yeah, there's a nice one up in up there in Oregon, in Portland, uh, called Jubits. It's got like a country western bar in it and a movie theater in it. Um, there, there's some there's some nice truck stops, but you know, after after a while. Truck stops just sort of turn into truck stops, and they just kind of like, oh, okay, this is a little, this is a little bit cleaner. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same shit in everyone. Ohio has some nice truck stops. Not like there's a lot in them, but they're usually like clean and like upkept. I noticed. That's one like, of the major problems with the truck stops down here. They're just fucking dirty. Yeah, they're just dirty. But then I know because I mean I've fucking called you or FaceTimed you and shit before and then next thing I know your retarded ass is answering the phone while you're standing in the shower like hey man what's up and I'm like whoa whoa I'll call you back bro <laughs> <laughs> well what I'm good he's like no it's all yeah he's like it's all let's talk hey, yeah. <laughs> like no I'll call you later man I'll call you what later. you doing what you wearing <laughs> so what uh, now that you're not a truck driver and you're back on your tools well not really on your tools at this point in time but where's your like when you take vacation time, is there anywhere else you'd like? Hey, I'm going. I was here. I'm gonna go back there and go do this. Thought about that. I didn't get to see Niagara Falls. Okay. I wanted. I was to gonna that. ask. Didn't get to see the Grand Canyon. I did get to see it, but not the way you really. When you think of going to see the Grand Canyon, I didn't mm-hmm. get to see it like that. Want to do that? Um, there's 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 a lot of. I want to go down the Pacific Coast Highway. A little shit like that. It's all. It's a lot of the same shit that I knew before I ever got into it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's just shit that I never got to because, you know, if you if wheels ain't turning, you ain't earning. So yeah, you know, it's always easier to push that you know push that trip off till next time. Because oh, I got this load and I got to make this money. You know, mm-hmm. do so, you miss it? No, I don't miss it at all. It's a. I could see why people would. I can see what's elusive about it. I can see why people like it, especially if you're a more solitary type person, which I am. But there's a lot of potential there for there to be like serious mental illness problems. Mm-hmm. If you're already prone to it, it could definitely creep up on you in a bad way. So this is something that's more recent that's come up. Um, there's the whole conversation of uh, universal... Um, like a, a universal stipend, stipend for everybody in the United States, and one of the biggest reasons they're they're talking about doing it is because of um, 
long row truckers. You know, there's as we're advancing in technology, one of the biggest things that they're doing right now is trying to figure out how to automate uh, trucking. Automate trucking, mm-hmm. and that right there would kill a major, major. Like, it, would it be safer? Could it be more productive? Uh, it's um, possible, but it's that's you're that's you're talking about putting a lot of people out of work and a lot of people at risk. That yeah. then that's going to be the deciding factor. They're going to have to show the lawmakers that this is not a significant risk to the, that it's actually especially in an emergency situation yeah. in a in an ice storm yeah. in a fucking well that's what they say situation. about a lot of a lot of stuff right now with with um, automation and vehicles itself is you know you still need somebody there for those for those that's, that's what it comes down to is at the end of the day we are a long way from having completely autonomous unmanned Vehicles, especially vehicles that are carrying eighty thousand plus pounds mm-hmm. of freight. Yeah, we are a long way away from that because even once they I would see trains being automated. Yeah, before yeah. most of them already are. Most of them, you just but I mean, there's still there. people in there. Yeah, and yeah, even that still has a person there, mm-hmm. and that's on a track. Yeah, I mean, obviously it can jump that track, but it's not going to jump that track and decide to go off, you know, and kill somebody else. So yeah, it's very. It's a very, very long way from being at the point where we have to worry about. Not what they're talking about. They're, 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 they're talking. I mean, there's. I mean, that's what you have to have in place. They got. They got. They got to keep a positive eye. Keep you know to keep investors and everything else involved. But from what they're right. talking, it's they're 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 coming. So let's say you have a truck that is completely autonomous, does not require a human for anything at all. <clears throat> so what all do you need for that to be in place? Infrastructure-wise, what all do you need for that to happen? You ha- it has to be able to get fuel, unless it's completely electric, and then it's got to recharge. So one way or the other, it's got to get refueled, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to infrastructure. You have to have infrastructure in place that we can, already have uh, truck stops. You also got to have somebody inspecting the truck and inspecting the trailers. You already right. got a truck stop. But but now, all right. So let's say I pull in with I'm my, just playing my devil's new. Advocate I, okay, no, no. I'm glad you are. Let's say I, I'm, I'm, I've got my new brand new Tesla truck. It's completely electric. Pulling into the pulling into pulling into the uh, pilot. Low on power. I got to recharge. Now what? There should be the, the. I guarantee you, before they roll this out, if something like that was that was was something with with electric, then the infrastructure would still have to be there. Exactly. For, exactly. But, but uh, yeah. But I mean, you have. I mean, you don't probably have personal attendance within uh, these fuel stations or whatever. But that would be a job for somebody else down the line because you're you're losing a job. But then you still have to have. One person to come out there and either refuel it or make sure it's plugged in. And while you're in that refueling process, they're doing an inspection. Yeah. And that's going to be a lower paying job than what the truck driver would have made. Very true. Very driving that. And that's what I'm saying. That's what they were talking about bringing up that, that stipend. Because they were, and they also used, um, they were talking about how much it's going to cost. And they were also using, uh, they used Alaska as an example. Because in Alaska, every person of age gets a check every single month that comes from the oil. Mm-hmm. Because it's they consider, but they were talking about how to do that, and it was like, well, okay, then with some of these companies are going to have to throw in this money to take care of these people because you're basically tech technologically pricing these people out of their jobs, right? But I was just wondering your aspect. I'm not worried about you know how you feel about that. if I if I were people the money. I'm wondering I'm wondering how as someone who's done the long ho- long long road trucking, like how do you feel about 
the idea of the autonomous vehicle taking those jobs let's or say taking over the industry. let's say hypothetically i were right now a 30 year old who is a owner operator i own my own truck i know i don't answer to anybody I, I pick my own freight um i would not be worried about it at all okay not in my lifetime I wouldn't be worried about it because it's going to have to. That's that's something that's going to have to be phased in so gradually, and there's going to be so many fuck ups along the way. People are going to get killed. There's going to be lawsuits. The whole industry is basically going to shut down for a period of time when that happens, because you, the people who own the freight that is being moved, and they are hiring the 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 freight movers, the trucking companies, are going to have to. It's going to have to be beneficial to them financially. Okay. At the end of the day. And, okay, so you're not paying the truck driver to drive that truck. Okay, that's and that's fine. You're saving money on that. But for how many loads that get delivered that way, is there going to be a fatality accident where now you're, you get sued? Major loss. Exactly. So at the end of the day, I mean, there's gonna ha- it's going to have to be safe. And that to conversion such... period. That conversion period is going to be insane. Yeah. It's going to have to be so safe before it's, like, to a point where it t- can take over the industry. Okay. Yeah, and then they're just they're they haven't gotten it right with cars yet. So what's your not to kind of to kind of swap it up? Like what is your? We never really got to talk about it a little bit after the New Orleans conversation. But what was your what, what was some of your other like best experiences while out there on the road? New Orleans was a high point for sure. Um, trying to think what I can talk about. So I have I have I have another question then. There's always the the jokes and conversations about lot lizards. How bad is it out there? That's that's site dependent. That's dependent and region dependent, depending on where you are. Memphis is the worst that I saw anywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. Or, so is it is it the worst that you saw because they just had the worst hookers, or it was just the worst that you saw as in the conglomerates? Both. Okay. And that in in Memphis's case, it was definitely both. Okay. Um, they were the most aggressive, the most numerous, and the most horrible quality <laughs> okay just by appearance not in so what would you didn't try the goods where, what would you say is the best lot, lot lizard experience um i didn't have many lot lizards. you know what the best one that i had and i thought it was funny so you got to get your shower at the truck stop right mm-hmm. so you know i pull up i get my i get a fuel up if you get more than 50 gallons of fuel you get a free shower added to your, your credit your card so pull up get my get my fuel get my shit for the shower go inside I'm in the I'm in the room taking my shower, you know. I step out of the shower and there's a piece of paper laying on the floor just inside the door. And I pick it up and it's a handwritten note from a lot lizard or her uh Pimp. gentleman escort. <laughs> uh basically advertising their services uh, for a quote unquote massage and to be discreet and use this email address to contact them. And I I laughed about it and, you know, finished my shit in the bathroom and came out and, you know, I couldn't help but wonder because this is a small truck stop. It's only got like four shower stalls. I'm like looking around as I'm piddling around the store, trying to figure out, like trying to notice people's behavior. To see who it is. Yeah, just out of curiosity. Yeah. I want to see, you know. Never did, nothing ever came of it, but I, I, that was probably my most enjoyable experience. Usually they're just annoying experiences because they'll see that you go sit up in your driver's seat, you know, and then that's, okay, somebody's there, time to go knock on the door or 
You know, uh, if you leave a red light on in your truck and they can see it at night, apparently that's supposed to be like a, a sign for them. To, Did you remove the red light from your I truck? I didn't have any red lights. Okay. <laughs> There's one on the dash, but you can't see that from the ground. Okay. Um, but for the most part, is it wasn't nearly as bad as the general public, you know, seems to have the impression of. And what I thought it would be like, I assumed it was everywhere you went. Is there a lot of drug use between the trucking community? Um, I smelled a lot of, uh, weed, marijuana. I don't really hmm. care about the that. reefer. Well, I don't know. I don't, I mean, it depends. I don't want people stupid high traveling with all that other stuff either. But if but somebody's like going to drive on, I would assume that they, they're used to it enough to where they're mm-hmm. not, you know, it's not like alcohol where, you know, driving, driving drunk and driving high are not, not the same. But see, like if you're smelling weed, you're already at a truck stop chilling. They're probably just smoking weed, getting ready for bed. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that. As long as they're not high while they're driving, I don't give a shit about it that. It wouldn't even bother me if they were high while they were driving. As long as it wasn't. I know a few people that can fully function high and, and do everything, yeah. but. You have to make the loss for the dumbest people, basically. Yeah, and yeah. You got a big ass truck with 80,000 plus pounds. And this motherfucker's on some serious high-grade California weed. Yeah. That's probably not going to be a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Definitely make me nervous. But there's very rigorous testing processes. Like, yeah. And at least um, with a CDL, you get random just having a CDL, right? Even without... The, yeah. Even if you're not working and you have a CDL, you pretty much still have to the DOT be can, clean. Can, yeah, yeah, the DOT can random you can test, it, can test me anytime they want. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, um, so that we keep, so you don't have like any other standout, like this was a great experience. Oh, I'm, I know I do. Um, I was just trying to figure out what you can talk about. Them. Yeah. Um, Kentucky Downs was fun. I didn't realize you were allowed to smoke in casinos. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, yeah. I'd never been in a casino until then. The New Orleans, we couldn't smoke in there. I didn't but, go to casinos there. There's only uh, there's only the one Harrah's. We couldn't smoke inside there. But anywhere uh, when I was in Vegas, any fucking they don't give a shit. They don't even have non-smoking areas. Only place you can't smoke is like your hotel room. But if you're on the floor or at the bar, smoke fucking wherever. That's crazy. Yeah, Vegas was Vegas was fun. <laughs> the uh, went to the Albany's Gummy Bear Factory in Ohio. Well, oh, that's cool. They make some great fucking. That's like the best gummy bears. Yeah. I was driving down that road. It's uh, Highway 35, I think, in Ohio. And I was driving down it one day, and I just kept, kept to look over and said, Albanese. And I'm like, that's the motherfucking people that made the gummy bears. <laughs> and then I went by there like three or four more times. Finally, I was like, no, fuck this. We're, we're, we're stopping. And that's when she was with me. Oh, did you? Uh, did they have like a store there too? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they got, you can watch them make the candy and get Oh, all they have full tours and everything? Oh, that's oh cool. yeah, they got full tours. They're all about it. Hell yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. It. Yeah, it's a fat kid's dream. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing your uh, fasting after you got those gummy No, bears? I wasn't really messing with it that much then. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't hit it, like, consistently until, like, the, the last six months or so before I came off the road. Okay. Before that, I kind of, I was kind of like, uh, just toying with it, you know, because I hit it up kind of hard as I was going out, leaving to go do the training, and then I kind of got lazy with it because I was out of control as far as, you know, being able to pick where we were going to eat, <clears throat> what times of days, it was just easier just to go with the flow of things. Yeah. Um, 
so once, but yeah, I got to a point where I was just like, you know what, I'm going to really lock into doing this. I know me and you've had conversations before when you were um, thinking about uh, messing with CBD. Did you, mm-hmm. when, when, uh, were you, was that a part of the, 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 the health kick idea of it or were you just were mm-hmm. wanting to experiment with, with it and see, see what? Yeah, honestly, I was just me thinking there was like a new way to get high off of weed that I had never tried. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. I was in Indiana and I saw it in a gas station. I was like, CBD, I've heard about this. This is this is weed. It's selling in a gas station. It must be legal. And that's, I think, why I messaged you about it. Yeah. And I was like wondering, wondering what you knew about it. Well, then you at the same time, you had, you'd have to keep in mind of where you are. Because some areas, yeah. it's legal legal. But I still don't think you can just get it at a gas station for, for the places that it's legal legal. You can buy legal weed in gas stations. I don't see why not. You can buy it just about. No, you still have to go out. It still has to come out of dispensary, doesn't it? No, I thought you were saying illegal weed. I thought you meant CBD oil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, CBD's. Yeah, I'm saying you can sell CBD at any gas station where CBD is legal state. Yeah, there was because there was a a lady that just got arrested at Disneyland or Disney World, whichever one's in Florida, Mm -hmm. because they were doing an inspection on her. Uh, her purse, and she had CBD there, and they they lock her up. But when now was it pure CBD or was it CBD with THC? No, it was just CBD. But see, even because even 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 um, Florida has recreational smokable marijuana now. No, not recreational, huh? medical smokable. Medical. Marijuana. Oh, okay. Yeah, they Florida. just went from oil, but it's but CBD is illegal there. Yes. Really. But they, they when, when she went in front of the court, the district attorney was like, "No, because there's there's laws in motion to make it illegal or to make it, to legal. Make it legal." What yeah. happened with the vote in Denver on mushrooms? It passed. It, passed. it did pass. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit, that's crazy. But see, it's still you still can't grow it. It's just not. Like, I don't want to grow it. If you if you get Dude, caught it's with it. so it's you do not want to grow like mushrooms unless you're an expert with no, spores we, and like mold we, and shit like that. We used to you, pick up loads of mushrooms and we had to go. We had to drive in the, down into caves to fucking get them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they fucking uh, they they so it's. It's basically, it's decriminalized right now is what they voted on. So you can't... Oh, it's not... You still can't grow it and all that other shit at your house, but if you get caught with it, it's not it's not a crime. But they can't sell it. I no. was thinking it was uh, like recreational. No, no they haven't... So it's not, it hasn't gotten to that point yet. But you even got to look at the... Because de- like what? When Colorado was one of the first states to decriminalize, but it still took them seven years to yeah. get to recreational. Right. So I oh, mean, and it now just, it's recreational as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Several. I think there's. Well, we look at it before. There's seven states total that are fully recreational. Really? Mm-hmm. There might. Man. It's probably seven to nine somewhere in there. Yeah. Area. And mm-hmm. even some some East Coast. I'm really curious to see how this how this changes things though with psilocybin. Well, I think a lot of people because it's still it's it's still still the beginning. And I know there's also a vote coming up in California for it because Joe Rogan's talked about it a couple times. Yeah. Denver was the first one. There's one in Oregon coming up in one of their other um, uh, special elections, but it's basically to decriminalize it. And then you have to they have to start taking the steps necessary to do because I mean you can still do psilocybin trials and treatments as long as it's under controlled, you mm-hmm. know, because that's what uh, Stamets was talking about. You can still do all that, but it's not. Like for public human consumption, it's just it's just been decriminalized. And here we're handing out life sentences for abortions. Yep. Yeah. Insane ass backwards ass. Well, you know it's the Bible Belt, baby. I just things I are really, a little different down here. I just I wouldn't have expected them to push mushrooms 
this fast, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not even weed's not even legal all the way across the country yet. Well, I yeah. mean, they're high, so they're like, yeah, mushrooms are cool. Yeah, fuck it, this yeah. works. It's a, game. It's gonna work it's next. a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know that argument's gonna be made. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking that there's gonna be some serious fucking freakouts and if you know and some backlash. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it'll and, be, you know. But, but see, here's the thing, though. At, at this point in time, every single vote is on decriminal, decriminalization, so, like, if you get caught with it, it's it, you're not going to yeah. get in trouble. But there's still, you know, the... And I feel like... I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of mass freakouts at this point in time. No, not mass freakouts. But I don't but even like really ones, cases. ones that the media will capitalize on, like, certain conservative but see, things I, will... Capitalize on and use to like tint the whole thing badly and push for a you know lockdown. Yeah, I mean, you had a, you had some degree of that when when the when the marijuana became legalized because I mean that's a psychoactive psychoactive drug. And if you take somebody who's has no tolerance for it at all and you have them smoke a joint of twenty five percent THC, fucking well, and weed. that's that's one of the things they've changed too in California was their um and that's why they really want to yeah they, they really want the a lot of people are pushing for federal. Like, they don't want to take it all the way off. They want to put it as, like, a Schedule 2 or a 3. But even if we get it away from a Schedule 1, that's a fucking major advancement. Yeah. You get it to a Schedule 2 or a 3, then it becomes to the point where the FDA gets involved. And then you don't have any more worries, like, you know... Contaminants. With the cartridges and shits that are out right now. There's You could look it up, and there's some of them they'll tell you straight up, hey, don't buy this. This has been found to have pesticides. Or, you know, with, with the milligrams. Because, I mean, I've heard stories of people talking about having fucking... Two, three, four, five hundred milligram cookies. For what, bro? Right, exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? And that, that's what I thought when I went to Denver and I hit the dispensary for the first time. That's what I thought I was walking into. I thought I was walking into a situation where these motherfuckers have edibles. I can get a cookie that'll get me high ten times or, or mm-hmm. get me high one time so mm-hmm. high that I'm like hiding underneath the sink. Yeah. But like they, they apparently, like I guess, have put enough regulation into it now to where... At least the two, the, the two different dispensaries I've been to are Altitude and the Green Room. And at both of those, they don't have... The, if you have a medical license for it, you can get that shit, the super potent shit. But if you're just getting recreational, it's, there's a lot more limits. Like I the, wonder, do they the have gummies those... gummies is like a pack of 10 milligrams, one milligram for each gummy. Yeah. I wonder if they have those, those situations like that where it's just like a separate store. Where there's this store... All right. Look... This is where all the fucking supreme medical shit is, and you have to still have restrictions to be able to get they, in here. They do but have if that. you just have your regular recreational, but you were saying like it was in the same store. Some of the, well, I haven't been in the in one of the dispensaries. I don't, remember, I don't remember which one of them it was, but in one of them they had a separate door that was for medical card holders. Okay, and that's where you would go for the real shit. Okay. Yeah. See, I've already so we're already so fucking lazy with having access to weed that I'm calling that the real shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years ago, I would have sucked a dick to be in this other room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got I talked about really, it. I guess I went hey, to uh, yeah. when I was in when I was in Vegas. I went to a dispensary. It was fucking cool as shit. Yeah, you know, just to just to be like I've you know like you said you've never been in one mm-hmm. and you're fucking the pothead. <laughs> yeah, you know, for is me a to go into one. Surreal experience. You yeah. walk in the front door, it smells like a wall of fucking weed smoke as soon as you hit the front door. And then you walk up to the counter and there's a cop standing there taking IDs at the mm-hmm. counter. 
Yep, we're armed arm security at all times. You're behind an extra locked door. You go yeah. in there and you're just, you know, everybody's... And it's like, it's... it's The best way I can describe it to you is like going into a high-end jewelry store. Uh, I think of Willy Wonka whenever I, whenever I think back. Willy Wonka would be a kind of a cool, a cool, yeah. But see, Willy Wonka was like, yeah, like, like, hey, man, shit's about to go off. Yeah. But... I think more like high-end jewelry store because there's that customer service so much aspect. Security. Well, not even just the security. It's like it's not you. You have your regularly scheduled drug dealer. You have your lingo, your packed whatever. But you go in there and they're giving you the full breakdown. Like this is a Swarovski crystal. This is Decora. Yeah. This is you know. And oh, they're man. they're like you know you, you, you're not just calling your dude and being like hey man I want a half. And the dude shows up, and this is what I got. Take it. Right. You're they going got in there. There's different like, strains in front of yeah, you. Yeah, they're like, all right, well, what's your price points? All right, so let's stay away from over here. Let's go look at this. What kind do you want? Do you want a bracelet? Do you want a ring? You want an anklet? You know, it's 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 yeah. fucking all the way out. And it was it was a really cool experience. It's still in the sweet spot of it, though, in, in terms of being regulated. In that, like, if you go to like I go I go to altitude, and I have a limit. A state-imposed limit of how much I can buy. How much you can walk out with. Yeah. yeah. And, and that limit changes depending on what I'm getting. If I'm getting flour, it's a certain amount. If I'm getting edibles, it's a certain amount. If I'm getting topicals, it's a certain amount. Yeah. But there's no central database that that information of what I bought goes into. So I can walk out the door and walk right across the street to the green room yeah. and go in and get my limit again. Yeah. I like that it's that way right now. If they're going to regulate it and put limits on how much you can get... I like that it's not centralized. I mean, once they do regulate it, it'll be kind of, I guarantee you, there'll be a mass system like you're talking about. Oh, like eventually you have with the be. gun registry and yeah. everything. It'll be something like that to, to, to regulate it, and they just want to know who's got what. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really give a shit. If, if they make weed 100% legal and I can fucking stop on my way home and get some fucking weed, I'm going to. I don't mind them tracking it if they, if they take the restriction off of the, the quantity. But see, but yeah, but at the same time, like I mean, I don't know anybody. If weed's one hundred percent legal across the board, I think those restrictions are set there. Like especially in states where you know, you, like the surrounding states aren't legal, they'll have that restriction. So you're not coming into their state buying and then going taking it back across. Oh yeah, that's, lines that's the whole and, reason behind. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, how much? Got how much can you careful. buy? Like, do you know those limits? I. I it was so weird. I mean, is it like a half of flour or like no. a quarter Someone or? No. Huh? No, that was, it was probably oh, the okay. dog's bump in the door. Um, no, it was it was in grams. I, I want to say it was. I don't think it was twenty eight grams. I think. Oh, so that would be an ounce. Oh, it was. It was a. Oh, it was a plenty whole, more was, than you would oh, probably okay, smoke yeah. in a day. Yeah, it oh, wasn't okay. ridiculous. No. Okay. It was just. It was just. So they just. You can't come over here and buy a QP and leave. Exactly, and then they made it very clear. At one of the times I went in there, they made it very clear because I was. We were talking about what we were going to do with it, and and I mentioned, oh well, this person, this person, this person will probably will really like this. And the guy said, hey, be be careful how you say things. You know, you got to be very. You can't say certain things in front of me. Yeah. Otherwise, I have to terminate the sale immediately. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like a head shop, really. Yeah. Like, call it a tobacco pipe, not a bong. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the, um... People, it's mental masturbation. And, and, I, and I also think, like, once, if it's 100% legal across the board, a lot of those rules will disappear. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, other than, I mean, well, depending on what state, because, I mean, some states even tell you how much fucking, how big a goddamn soda you can buy in the store. So, you know... 
you got to think of cigarettes. Well, yeah, alcohol. I mean, there's no, there's no reason. There's, I can, I, I personally cannot think of a reason where I would need to go into a dispensary and buy more than an ounce in a day. No, it's it's a completely realistic limit to put on there. Yeah, you know, I, but now I if, be if, what I can't do. Yeah, depending on the uh, like the edibles or whatever, the. I could still see a limit on that too. Well, because yeah, a kid get a hold of it and eat a box yeah. full of gummies that are ten milligrams each. They're going for a ride. Definitely, definitely going for a ride. But I don't know. I think I think I think uh, that it's it's making progression. There's still a long ways to go. It's making progression a lot faster. And I didn't think I'd see weed legal in my lifetime. But just based on the way things were going, everyone everyone loved to talk about it, but there was no yeah. actual activity going that direction. Substantial activity, you know, and then look where we are just a few years later. True, very true. To where Denver wants to make mushrooms legal. They're making a lot of money off of it. There's, uh, I mean, there's the constant conversation of the health benefits, and everybody keeps coming back saying, well, there's no health benefits. Well, if it's still a Schedule 1 narcotic, technically you can't have full-on controlled trials. If there wasn't health benefits, they would not be continuing to do... uh, experimentation with treatments for PTSD and mm-hmm. all those type of things. They're even doing fucking ketamine trials for PTSD. I think they're doing and ayahuasca too. They're, and they're doing um, uh, fucking MDMA trials. Really? For, for PTSD and depression. But those have been going on for a long time. I mean, the MDMA trials for, um, you know, mental health have been going on since like the 70s and 60s even. But again, is that mine or yours that's crying like that? So it's very limited testing. I don't know. Penis? No, it's a fucking dog. All right. Uh, Well, anything else you want to touch on? Yeah. What is your Your body? What what are you gonna? (laughs) (laughs) What What are you gonna leave us with? You know, we usually go out with like a quote or or something. Oh shit! I wasn't expecting that. You listen. It's to the always episodes. it's always great when the when they have nothing prepared. Yeah, that's the best. Mm. And now, no, you cannot touch my body. You're just saying that for the once the mic. You can try to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've lost a lot of weight, but I don't really think you've gotten stronger. I'm more nimble. Mentally, <laughs> more nimble. Yeah, your head definitely shrunk. <laughs> so the one that counts. Are you sure? Are you sure he hasn't been feeling your body? <laughs> oh man. Um. Generally, like the way I try to live my life, you know, different religions have different beliefs, and different political parties have different fucking beliefs, and I, I've what, what I've distilled my life down to. I try to live by this. I'm not always perfect at it. I fuck up like anybody else. I try to follow the golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. I think just about everything, unless you're a masochist and you just enjoy being treated like shit, I think if you follow that rule, if everyone followed that rule, I think the world would be a lot fucking better place. Okay. Same. I think it would get rid of a lot of the bullshit in this fucking world. Mm. With that being said, I have to delete this entire episode for you being a bitch. <laughs> for me being a bitch. You should treat him how you want to be treated, you little <laughs> you bitch. Nothing from this conversation. <laughs> All right, Jane. Anyways, it's been uh, it's been fun having. Thank you, you for coming. Mm. If uh, any of thank you, thank you for coming, sir. <laughs> um, 
Hey, if any of our other listeners, you know, want to give us a shout out on Facebook or, you know, want to be featured on an episode, get on the Facebook page. Stacy has gotten an Instagram. Oh, oh no. Stop telling people that. <laughs> yeah. Stacy has an Instagram. Yeah. That's the way to, to blow up your social media empire. Don't tell people about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've got an uh, Instagram. It's basically kind of the group Instagram or the show Instagram slash mine. Uh, pretty much only thing you see on there is stuff that's pertaining to us and yeah to our friend group if you want to yeah. get an inside view yeah. but I'm pretty sure everybody that listens is already in Most our friend group uh, so. if you want to hit me up 912 idiots there's an underscore right uh, that's just the space bar when you hit space it puts oh, underscore okay. in there yeah yeah hold on let me let me look real quick and make sure I said that right because uh, what is yeah it's just 912 912 idiot uh, all lowercase uh, hit me up. So follow us for more uh, yeah, pictures be, uh, behind the scenes. You can find out what we look like if you don't already, but I'm pretty sure you do. Take a short video of the studio with Gene in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to do a commercial for us in a minute. He's going to get butt naked. Mm-hmm. Booty sweat. <laughs> you to see how good that weight loss really looks. Yeah. As we said, uh, if you guys come up with topic ideas or want to be involved in the show, yeah. give us a Holla shout out. Holla at your boy. So when do we start recording? 